0: Hey, Travis, look behind you. Boo. (laughs) Joel, knock it off. (laughs) Scared you. I wasn't scared. You were just being weird. And I'm allergic to weirdness. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You were scared. Well, being scared isn't the worst thing in the world. We'll see about that. I'm pretty sure Mr. Jacobs and the kids are going to have something to say about it today. Then stop talking and start it up.
1: When the mutant marauders are out marauding, and the metamodders use ultra-modding, when the cyber troopers take down the cybernet, who's the one who brings up the heat?
2: Um, excuse me? Yes? Who are you? I'm the continuity officer. I'm looking through the script, and it looks like the human Firebolt
1: is supposed to star in this episode. Mm, yes, that's what it says in my script, too. Donnie Dalton, a human Firebolt, goes up against the Spooky Squad. Right,
2: uh, yeah, that's not going to work out this time. Donnie was captured in the last episode. The Spider Queen has him tied up at the moment. Hmm, you're right. So who can we get?
0: I can come to the rescue.
2: Sorry, Dolphin Girl. You and Dolphin Lady are training
1: at the Bermuda Triangle. You're nowhere near where the story happens.
0: But what if my sonar sense warned me in time?
1: I don't see how. The superpower doesn't work in the Bermuda Triangle. That's why you're training there.
0: Oh, right.
1: Hmm.
2: We need someone who can get to the scene of the crime in time to stop it. So, a speedster then? That's it? Bolt Lightning.
1: Did someone call my name? Indeed, Bolt Lightning. It seems that the Spooky Squad is at it again. Great ghouls and gremlins, what is it this time? Looks like my work here is done. Uh, thanks for your help. No problem. Uh, now then, uh, where was I? A <clears throat> uh, mission? Oh, right. The Spooky Spooky Squad, under the command of Captain Mummy and his partner in crime, Lieutenant Bigfoot, are causing trouble in neighborhoods all over this great land of ours. It will take someone with your skills to bring them to justice. Sounds like my kind of job. Never fear. I'll be back
3: before you can say bolt lightning.
0: So while he's off saving the day, without me, what do we do now?
1: I don't know. Listen to the radio! Okay. So is Flynn still enjoying his new doghouse? Oh yeah, he loves it. Though when he starts getting really cold, I'm thinking he might prefer the warm garage instead.
2: Yeah, it can get pretty nasty out there.
0: Hey Mr. Jacobs. Hey Mr. Brian.
2: Good morning, Laura. How are you today?
0: Good. What's this?
2: Oh, I found some comic books that I thought you kids would enjoy and brought them by. Lionel and I took a look through them earlier and they're all set to be read.
0: (sighs) More comic books, huh?
1: Is there a problem?
0: No offense, Mr. Jacobs, but don't you think there's enough of these things around here?
1: Maybe. I was going to drop some of the older stuff off at the thrift store. I'm sure someone will enjoy reading them after we're done.
0: Yeah, well, I guess I'll take a look at them. There might be some good ones.
2: While she does that, do you mind if we take a look at the doghouse? I want to see how the vinyl siding's holding up.
1: Sure. Be right back, Laura.
0: Yep.
3: Oh, boy. Whew. Hi, Laura.
0: Uh, hey, Owen. Are you okay?
3: Just gotta catch my breath. What's going on here?
0: Just reading comic books. Did you run here or something?
3: Yeah, I did.
0: Okay... Why? Why what? Why did you run here? Are you part of the track team or something?
3: No, I just felt like running. Is that so weird?
0: I mean, I guess not. You are a kid, and we're known for running for no good reason.
3: I had a good reason.
0: Because you feel like it is not a good reason.
3: It's good enough.
0: Uh Uh-huh, sure.
3: Look, are you gonna keep pestering me, or can I listen to the radio?
0: Go ahead. But don't think I'm done asking about this.
2: So what I'm saying is if we drilled down about 200 feet, we could set in some pipes giving you heat in the winter.
1: Hmm, that sounds really interesting. I'll have to look into it, Brian. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. What's going on? Hi, Olin. Brian and I were just talking about geothermal air systems. It's interesting, but I don't know if it's the kind of thing I can invest in right now.
2: I'm telling you, if I wasn't renting an apartment, I'd put a system in first thing.
1: Uh, well, I'll have to see what my finances look like before I can go all in.
2: I get it. I get it. Lots of people are scared to get
1: into new ideas.
0: Wait, are you scared, Mr. Jacobs?
1: (laughs) I wouldn't say I was scared, Laura. More like uh, cautious. Yeah,
2: me too. You're looking into geothermal heating systems?
1: I mean,
3: no. I'm just, I wasn't scared. That's all.
0: Did we ask?
3: You did earlier, when I got here.
0: I didn't say anything about you being scared, I I don't think. I just wanted to know why you ran all the way here from your house.
1: You ran all that way? Impressive. Yeah, thanks. Hmm. I know you said you weren't frightened, Olin, but is there something wrong? You just seem a little, little uncomfortable.
3: I mean, okay, I was a little uncomfortable on the way here. So. I ran. Wow. That's really
1: uncomfortable. So what made you so uncomfortable? Promise you won't laugh? Absolutely. All of you? Uh, sure.
0: Come on, Olin. What was it? Promise? Fine. I promise.
3: Okay. I was a little bothered by some of the decorations the neighbors put out for this
2: week.
0: Oh. Yeah. Those can be pretty bad.
2: Makes total sense to me. Really? Sure. When I was a little younger than you, I ran by those kinds of houses with my
0: eyes closed. You ran with your eyes closed?
1: I didn't say I was smart. I ran into a lot of stuff that year. (laughs) Well, fear can make us do some silly things, that's for sure. That's why it's important to remember the verses in the Bible that remind us over and over that we don't have to be afraid.
2: The Psalms especially. King David wrote a lot about trusting in God when he was afraid.
0: What about you, Mr. Jacobs? Have you written a drama script about fear?
3: I'll go check. And we can listen to the radio while we wait.
1: And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the dangerous drama, The Girl and the Lion, an adaptive biblical teaching about fear. Once upon a time, there was a lion. I'm not just a lion, I'm the king's lion the master of all I survey,
3: and I will eat you you give me the chance. Fear me.
1: The lion was indeed a fearsome beast to be sure, and all that looked upon him were filled with dread as he watched them with hungry eyes and showed his glistening teeth. That's right, stand back. I'm the most powerful creature there ever was. On the day of our story, the lion looked up from the watering hole and noticed something he hadn't expected. A little girl?
0: Yeah, you're quite a big kitty, aren't you?
1: A kitty?
3: Do you have any idea who I am?
0: Panthera Leo? That's what it says.
3: Enough! I'm the king of the beasts. I am power. I am death.
0: Oh, cool, I wish I could pet you.
3: I'll give you something to wish
1: for. Ra! And with that, the lion leapt at the girl, ready to eat her in one bite. But he was... ...stopped by the thick pane of glass that was between Ah, my nose.
2: Hey, kid.
1: Huh? The girl turned and came face to face with a stern zookeeper. Look, I know you like to see the animals up close,
2: but you've got to follow the rules. No leaning on the glass. This is the fifth exhibit where you've been teasing the animals, and if you do it one more time... ...I'm afraid we'll have to ask you and your family to leave.
0: Oh, okay... I'll stop.
1: Thank you. Don't worry, Cyrus. Dinner time soon. And so the girl obeyed the zookeeper and she and her family had a wonderful time.
0: Mom! Dad! Come look at the King Cobras!
1: The moral is that this world can be a scary place. Very often we can find ourselves being controlled by the fear of powerful people or things. But God tells us that these things don't have any real power over us. God is the one with authority, and we need to obey His commands. Kind of like the zookeeper, and a lot less like the lion behind the glass.
0: Uh, can I ask you a question, Mr. Jacobs?
1: Sure, Laura, what's up?
0: You might have answered this before, but it's been a long time. Is being afraid wrong?
1: You mean, is it a sin?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, God tells us over and over not to be afraid, so I'm wondering if it's wrong for us to feel that way.
1: That's a good question. And I do think I've talked about it in the past, but it's always good to bring it up again from time to time. What do you think, Brian? Me? She asked you. Let's say I want to get a fresh perspective. What's your answer to the question?
2: Oh, well, I'd say that it's never right to be too afraid to obey God. That's why he gave us his spirit.
1: 2 Timothy 1.7. Is that a good enough answer? It's a good start. So, what's your answer, Mr. Jacobs? I would first say that the emotion of fear isn't wrong to feel. God has given us the fearful nature to keep us from doing things that would get us hurt. It's a kind of wisdom to be afraid of high places without railings or ferocious animals or fast traffic.
2: That's why the Bible tells us to fear God. Wait, the Bible says to be
3: afraid
1: of God? I, I thought we were supposed to love God.
0: Yeah, and didn't we already say that God doesn't want us to be afraid?
1: (laughs) What Mr. Brian and verses like Proverbs 9.10 and Philippians 2.12 are trying to say is that God is good, but He's also powerful. And when people decide to hate Him and His commandments, He's patient with them. But if they keep hating Him, He's done what had to be done, and they aren't around anymore. Exactly. He's a good God, but He's also judge over
2: all the world. And if we live like he has shown us, then we will live in peace. But if we tell him to buzz off, well, things aren't going to go too well. Okay,
3: so it's not that we need to be terrified of God. We just need to understand that he's the one in control. Kind of like the zookeeper in the drama we
1: acted out. Right. So to answer your question, Laura, I don't think it's wrong to be scared. In fact, I think I'm safe in saying that even Jesus felt scared sometimes. It's a human emotion that God has given us. But the thing to remember is, God has promised to take care of us, and we need to help each other remember that when we feel frightened.
3: Yeah, I guess I need to remember that when it comes to admitting that I'm afraid, too. Telling other people about that thing can be just as scary. I mean, you guys might have laughed at me,
2: and that would have been super embarrassing. I know what you mean, Olin. (laughs) Trust me.
0: Well, I'm not gonna laugh, but would you like me to walk home with you, Olin? i found when something bothers me, it helps to have a friend to talk to.
3: Well, I guess that'd be good.
1: Thanks.
0: Let's go then. See you guys.
1: Bye, Laura. See you later. Oh boy, that was a pretty tough topic. Yeah, it always seems to come up around this time of year. I hope they get something out of it. I think they did. Want
2: me to turn off the radio for you? Oh, sure. Thanks.